0: hello good monday how are you bud
1: good monday i I was great until my computer
0: shut down but now i'm still good it's working good Good. all
1: right yeah i I mean it is i've known it was dying for a little bit it's just you know
0: well it was funny because when we thought when i thought we were going to record then um i poured a beer but i didn't want to sip it until we started (laughs) recording so i was getting impatient only because i was looking at my beer on the corner of my desk (laughs) so on that note the intro song, we're singing along, drinking beer, and talking about politics. Oh. Henry and Henry Hops. Hops, politics, Henry and beer, Henry adventures Hops. and thoughts for your earholes to hear. So let's have Henry a brew, Hops. maybe Stop just three or Henry two. Perchance, Hops. discover Henry new Henry shit Hops. that we never knew. So come along. That's Henry the end Henry of our Hops. song. Yeah. Oh, that, that actually is the end of that's it. Uh, we just talk culture and shit. That's so frustrating. Mm. Oh man. So, real quick. What are you drinking? Drinking, thank you for asking. I'm drinking, um, Lagonita's one of their seasonals, the brown sugar ale. Oh, yeah. It's like kind of... High like, alcohol percentage. It's not low. Yeah, it's not low. It's kind of like their hoppy barley wine. I don't know. You know, it's like American strong ale, basically. Yeah. It's really, yeah. it's like mal- well, maltier yeah. because it's used brown sugar, so it's a little bit darker. Um... Without being, uh, not darker malts per se, but darker sugar, so it has a more full body kind of taste to it without being like, um, even like a brown ale, it's lighter than a brown ale.
1: Yeah, and it theoretically came out of a giant mishap.
0: Was that the one? No, that was Lagunita Sucks, I thought. Yeah, Lagunita Sucks is the brown sugar substitute. That's what it is. You there? You're right. You, you, what what is what is Lagunita Sucks having instead? It's not no brown sugar. It's like an IPA. All right. I mean maybe we'll do we'll, we'll, we'll look back into this. I'm pretty sure that this was the original uh, like late fall early winter seasonal. And then one year they couldn't make it because of limited capacity. So they and we talked about this. Why would one beer be easier to make than another? Yeah, we had all whole conversation. So I don't remember. But I think it's Lagunita Sucks because I've been I used to drink that a lot during the podcast
1: lot of sucks what are you drinking bud uh i'm drinking yeah. uh Shafly pumpkin oh. ale uh, i've i've reviewed it before yeah, where uh, that other out things of? what do you mean uh it's out of a st louis brewery the st louis brewery i don't know it's like i feel like it's the one big thing they make every year i've never had anything else from them but they like specialize oh. in this one thing it's kind of like how like wells banana bread exists or those things
0: oh yeah totally 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 and you're like I don't even know if Wells makes any other beers, but I've definitely seen this one other places before.
1: Yeah, like this is this is their beer. It's like the one thing they do make. Or like uh, that uh what's the double chocolate one? I forget what that company's even called. Young's. Young's? Yeah, no. Young's. Yeah. yeah. What other things have we they had make... by Young's?
0: I think doesn't don't they make the banana bread one or no? <laughs> no, that's Wells.
1: That's what I'm saying.
0: They're like theoretically two different
1: companies, but I think they're both owned by Heineken and they're like just specialized in making those things. I wouldn't be surprised if Sheffaly is owned by Heineken either or will be in the future. That's so funny. Because they make the pumpkin ale. Like they make, that's what I was going to say. Like they, I feel like out of all the pumpkin ales, like that's the one that tastes the most like pumpkin. Hmm. Like I like personally in terms of drinkability, like uh, maybe the Weyerbacher one more. I tried this mm -hmm. other one, Pumpkin by, uh, U- U- Uinta? How do you say that name? Uinta?
0: Unita? Oh, um. Uh, y- it's Uinta U- or Unita? Yeah. U- I-, I don't really know how to pronounce it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's, uh, it's, I, that one Orient, was, right? that one was, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I, it was like, you know, three out of three, three, three houses. But this one's for, okay. for maybe okay. a hotel and then the other oh, wow. and then well weyerbacher's is like a hotel but it's like not exactly a pumpkin ale it just has like pumpkin kind of notes and it's a strong belgian you know
0: that's what they oh do. that sounds awesome yeah that sounds great yeah um that's cool dude well hey do you want to touch base about um your lagunese brewery trip when you're well, out here for the wedding
1: i kind of feel like we should talk about the wedding first
0: yeah, and honestly, that's such a big topic. I kind of want to save that for the next podcast. You think, just, like, you think? we do should just talk about, about the wedding? Yeah, I think we should. I mean, cause like, I just want to. No,
1: I understand. I go make dinner a, there's soon. a lot to yeah. unpack, but I just want to. I, I just want to ask you, like, how how is a
0: post-married life like? How's married life been? It, it's it's good, man. Honestly, it doesn't feel too much different than regular married life, except Sarah gets a little bit more mad at me when I get too drunk, which is fair. I'm am supposed to be a grown up and I'm sorry. It's funny. I'm just coming off of like being in the doghouse last night. And so I'm just like Yeah, what did
1: you do last night? That's,
0: what happened exactly? I just got too I just got too drunk at the uh, picnic by accident and then I got sleepy. You know what me, dude. When I when I drink a little too much, I just first of all, I can't really drink during the day anymore. And second of all, um I get sleepy a lot quicker than I used to back in when I my younger days. Yeah. So I, I basically like took a, took a game time nap by accident and it wasn't the appropriate time to do that, but it's okay. I was drinking beers outside. It was really fun. But (laughs) basically, I think that I'm, this is a larger topic and we probably touched on it before, but aside from the marriage, like another, just growing up, man, growing up means you can't drink as many beers as you want to and feel fine the next day. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's a good you know, thing. You know. Otherwise, you're going to become an alcoholic. Don't do that. Yeah, and have sustained liver damage, too. So, you're absolutely right. It's a very positive thing, but it's still one of those things where I'm like, damn, man. I am not even 25 anymore. It's crazy how, like, a few years makes a lot of difference. But, sorry, maybe we could edit some of this out. I didn't mean <laughs> to, like, uh, bitch about my inability to drink as much but as I I think But I think it's important to a beer podcast...
1: You don't
0: think so? Yeah, it's it's and it's it's like one of these realizations that you have constantly you're like, "Oh yeah, that doesn't feel as good as it used to." And what's hard is like I think if I didn't really like the taste of beer as much, I definitely wouldn't drink as much as I do. Yeah. And it's so now it's really all about savoring that amazing beer, you know, over over a good podcast or with an excellent dinner and good friends. I think that's really what I'm I'm trying to shift into that like beer is for it's an utter indulgence and it's not about getting drunk anymore. Yeah. Even to the extent that it ever was. I mean, I remember we used to drink 40 ounces in college and those things didn't taste too good. So it used to be more about, yeah, getting fucked up.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I th- that, I mean, goes, that goes to the like, podcast too. Especially before like like you can't le- like a, legally drink in some ways. Yeah. You have access to yeah.
0: Stuff. yeah. And also you're broke because you're in college and young. And so you're like, well, all right. What's the what's the math that's going to get me the most fucked up for my dollar? Mm. Anyhow, marriage, man. It feels good. It's, I mean, what was kind of weird is that we didn't really go on a full honeymoon. We did a couple nights down south in Pescadero, which is really fun, but had to get back, both of us had to get back to work. So I think that after like a week and a half honeymoon, that'll I'll feel kind of a little bit more like a, a, the new chapter has started, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But... I definitely f- Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the day to day is effectively the same. I'm doing I'm tr- I'd like to think that I was always um a responsible partner in my relationship and I don't I think it it would be lame if all of a sudden I was responsible but before I wasn't responsible just because I got married, you know? So I think in a way be it's worse. good that Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That would mean that I was just a shithead <laughs> beforehand. So I think it's indicative of a good thing, but what's interesting is that when you, when you're making those internal calculations, when you're like, "Uh, I don't really want to do that thing that you just asked me to do," and now I'm much more like, "Yeah, okay, no problem," or <laughs> I, don't, I don't have to be asked. There's a, a little voice in my head that's like, "We're married now. I can't be quite of a like, yeah, quite as petty as perhaps I was in the past." Not to say that I'm petty necessarily in my relationship, but just like there ain't no room for that, you know. It's a part it's 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 always been a partnership. Now it's just like a full on we are in this together completely kind of a mentality.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, I feel like it should be know. it should be that even before you commit to it, but even Totally. So no, know. and that's the thing is it totally it totally was, I think. But maybe just having the ring on my finger makes it so that I kind of shut up when I wouldn't have in the past. Yeah, in a good way, in yeah, a good yeah, way. Yeah, instead yeah. of sending instead of saying something snarky for no reason. Mm. But the biggest thing that I felt immediately afterwards was just in utter extreme gratitude for to have to have the ability and means to be able to have such a wonderful celebration and for all my friends and family to have the means to come and be a part of that celebration. I mean, that to me, like, was so incredible, and I you were there, and I, I know you witnessed it, and I, I know you're having yours soon, but like, there was just, I can't put into words how, how happy I was in the, for the entire like wedding, yeah uh, ceremony and reception, and how like just much, how much fun I had, and it went by so quick, but, it, like every time I look at photos or think back to certain parts of it, it just it brings utter joy to my heart, man. It's incredible.
1: Yeah, it was pretty joyful for me, and I was just on the edge of it.
0: And you, and thank you for driving us to our our uh, our little wedding retreat too. Yeah, I'm
1: glad I could help out.
0: Oh, dude, that was huge help too, man. It was, I mean, the whole thing was just incredible. I, I, like I said, I, I couldn't have asked for more, except motherfucking Sherb, dude. I didn't tell you, but he reviewed me on uh, on Airbnb recently.
1: What did he give you?
0: Oh God, he laid into me, dude. It was really harsh really how many stars yeah it was it was no there's no stars it was just like a uh a paragraph you know yeah what he say? and uh maybe we'll bleep his name out but uh he was just like hunter was a good guest period he tried very hard to like keep his friends under control unfortunately he failed period i was like damn son Well, that's okay, but see,
1: he's not indicting you, he's just indicting your friends, which means, like, when you go stay at a place, they'll, they'll, like, reserve it if it's just for you and, like, whoever. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. He's really just saying, I "I can't manage my property.
0: (laughs) He says, I can't what? Manage my
1: property with as many people.
0: Well, and, yeah, basically saying that, whatever, it's funny, because actually, it was was all about... Sunday night and actually it was just talking about how basically how Sarah's friends were the loud ones yeah they they were really
1: they were really loud yeah
0: Yeah, and I'm not surprised also because they didn't like deal with Herb initially you know what I mean they didn't know what and what Julia was telling me was that you guys were all super like you were telling them to be quiet if anything (laughs) yeah well we went to bed
1: like Matt Guto was the only one who stayed up he ended up talking to Sherb but
0: yeah talking to Sherb yeah yeah I mean, whatever. It doesn't matter. That was, like, the only even little, like, you know, poop, poop stain on an otherwise amazing weekend. So yeah. I can't really complain. Yeah. His
1: house was amazing, though, despite the fact that he had a, a bunch of weird rules. Just...
0: Well, I, you know, what, what I keep coming back to is, like, the fact that if you're going to rent a house to 15 people, you kind of got to assume some... Some but that's
1: kind of what he said at a certain point. He was like, this happens every time. Like, I'm thinking about not renting it out anymore. Like, he he was, like, kind of saying, like, he, he might be... We're not going to maybe include a lot of this, but I'm just saying, like...
0: <laughs> he, he, yeah, no, Matt Gouda said the same thing to me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I think he's just, like,
1: he, he's he's realizing that his expectations of like, I was saying to Matt, like if he wants to do that, he's got to run it out to like 10 people. So it's just like the people who would take up the actual rooms and keep it at that. Cause then like only like people who could afford it would do it. And then it would be like a bunch of like, like wealthier adults, <laughs> which I think is what he right. wants.
0: <laughs> totally. No, totally. Well, it wouldn't have been, it would have been only a tiny bit more per person. Had it only been 10 people, which is funny. Because he, like, he priced it per head, right? No, I understand. Even beyond yeah. the number of people in beds, which is kind of stupid. But it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I think, like, that's the reality of Airbnb. Um, and it's funny, actually, that we're t- having this conversation. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to zoom out real quick. Tomorrow, San Francisco is voting on a number of things, including the mayoral election to a for a mayor who is basically running unopposed, which really pisses me off because that's... Almost always a bad thing, and almost and, always the case. Well, no, no it's I'm not almost kidding. always the case no, here. But what happened was that when Gavin Newsom, who is now the lieutenant governor of California, under Jerry Brown, he used to be mayor, and when he won the election for lieutenant governor, which is kind of funny that we vote for lieutenant governor at all, like what the f- who cares? I've never heard of that before, but um, but uh, he he basically i not sure if he appointed, but he appointed with the board's approval this kind of lifelong bureaucrat by the name of Edwin Lee, and the board only tepidly approved his, rec- his nomination, appointee, I guess, ap- appointmentship or whatever, because Ed Lee promised, up and down, that he wouldn't ru- run for re-election once the term was over, that he was finishing, right? Yeah. And what did he do when the term was done? He ran? Fucking ran for re-election. Yeah. So, immediately, to me, lost all...
1: Credibility? Um, legitimacy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, credibility. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So now he's running for his, like, second and a half term, right? He's already had, like, effectively a term and a half. And I'm pretty sure that the technical term limits are two terms, but since he was appointed the first term, it's okay. I and guess so. Yeah. It, <laughs> it's just anyhow. He's running basically on a pose, um, primarily except for this one guy who is a uh, a very popular, San Francisco, uh, San Francisco on the cheap effectively blogger. He very briefly had a show on, IFC, called Young Broken Beautiful, and his his pen name is Broke Ass Stewart, and he's running for mayor. and I might just have to vote for him because I think he'd be better than Eddie. Is he
1: did. running as Broke <laughs> Ass Stewart? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure that his official name is on the uh, ballot, Stuart Shulman, I believe it is, but his posters all say, yes, broke-ass Stuart for mayor. That's bizarre. That's not going to work out, though. <laughs> no, it's not. But anyhow, what I was going to say, though, is that... No, it's
1: like, a, I get the, it, it's a clever idea, but, like,
0: ugh, it's futile. No, it's not, it's not. But what, what I was going to say, though, is that another big thing on the ballot is Proposition F, and... This is a whole episode in itself. Um, but basically, Proposition F looks to slightly limit or slightly restrict um, the ability to rent out houses on short-term rentals, such as Airbnb and HomeAway and VRBO. Because um, basically, right now, Airbnb is running amok on San Francisco. That's a That's an opinion that is backed up by facts. So basically... Airbnb's like a huge number of residential units in San Francisco are exclusively devoted to short-term rentals through Airbnb. I so, think we've mentioned this before, but
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, apart- apartments that would be rented at least like on a year term, a year lease, aren't for let's say two grand a month or th- more than that probably can go on Airbnb for three hundred a night or you know fifteen hundred a week yeah so if you can do that why wouldn't you but then it completely inflates the um rental price long-term rental price especially because san francisco
1: is not a huge place in terms of how many
0: especially exactly and because buildings are so limited and most most residential units in this or i would say most residential buildings in this city are four stories or less yeah for sure yeah
1: and a lot of garages Um, way more garages than i would have expected all these weird mini garages (laughs)
0: Dude, like, I live in a three-story building, but there's two apartments in it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, and it's so funny, because Airbnb has spent $8 million to fight a city ballot initiative. Yeah, and I heard,
1: I I saw some of their ads uh, that they had to take
0: down about uh, taxation for public libraries and stuff like that. Did I show you that? that? No, 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 I've just seen it on the internet. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dude, that was the best... Worst thing ever. We th- we thought it was a hoax for a while, like because it would have been. It was so bad. It, it was did. so totally It did have... look
1: like it was like a satire.
0: Totally, it was dear San Francisco, or dear public library system. One of them was, maybe use some of those twelve million dollars in hotel taxes to keep the libraries open later. Love Airbnb. Yeah, and everything within wa- every single and one. And there was, was even like...
1: some more obnoxious verbatim in there that was like terrible in the in the.
0: Oh yeah. Well, the backlash was immediate and swift. And actually one Twitter user uh, made his own amazing ones. They were so funny. I, I'm gonna send them over to you later because like using the exact same template and and, vert, and like love Airbnb. Yeah, it was like Yeah, <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Uh, oh God, anyhow. Yeah, Yeah. whatever. No. What the wedding, the wedding, no, right? The wedding, no, we- no.
1: Marriage, it's that wonderful time when a man and woman or a man and a man a woman and a woman, basically a consenting adult and a consenting, or I suppose three consenting a man and a woman, and you know, you know what? Let's let's start over. <clears throat> marriage, it's what happens when two or more people want a tax break for living together. Sometimes they're in love. Sometimes they want to have kids. It doesn't really matter. Marriage is marriage is marriage. But one thing's for sure, weddings are expensive. That's where we come in. At the New Marriage Institute, we'll help you finance your wedding regardless of size and ambition. Maybe you prefer flamethrowers to flowers. Maybe you want to bring in a monk from a Belgian Abbey to brew at the event. Maybe you need Jason Schwartzman to perform West Coast Live. Maybe you just need to save some money. Whatever it is, we can make it happen. At one eight hundred Fairy Tale, we'll guarantee you a happy ending. And we'll even throw in Jason Schwartzman for free. We have him on retainer. So call one eight hundred fairy tale for your imaginary made-up make-believe happy tale ending
0: it was an awesome experience I'm, I'm i'm still pissed that everything costs as much as it does like we talked about the wedding industrial complex is real and you're like well diamonds right let's just talk about diamonds right did. luckily sarah's diamonds were like um family heirlooms but Diamonds are literally a modern diamonds as a wedding engagement ring is totally a new concept. It's like four generations old, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked yeah, we've talked about that with
0: the uh with the 1920s. De Beers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, it's crazy though. Yeah, there's a great college humor video about it. Have you seen that? Have we talked about that?
1: No, I haven't seen that. I heard a, a oh, there it. was either like a radio lab or something years ago about it.
0: Oh yeah. No, that I yeah, there was totally a podcast. Um yeah. But I don't know what do you what do you have to say about the wedding?
1: Oh, I had a great time. I don't know. Let's 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 should I go from the beginning like like from when I arrived? We drank
0: some good beers. All right, let's sure, let's yeah. go from
1: the beginning. Yeah, that seems like the way to go. All right, so I arrived Thursday night. I don't know. There was a lot going on on Thursday. I heard there was a lot of planning involved in this night. I just arrived in the midst of like people making finalizing making wings and drinking good beer and uh yeah and i got a i got a case of a Joy by in in hunter's amazing apartment which i had never seen before
0: that's right that was the best too like we all had been drinking some beers and we finally got the uh, deep fryer going and we were par baking them off first which was a brilliant idea tess hall good call i'm trying to remember we the other very skeptical
1: the other beers we had yeah very good call sorry
0: i didn't mean to interrupt about that i was we just had some, a lot of knee-deep Knee Deep Brewing.
1: Yeah, I was trying to think about the Knee Deeps because there was like all different IPAs. There was like a double and a triple and a single and uh, a bunch
0: of different... Yeah, there was uh, the uh, Hopping Bad or what is it?
1: Yeah, it was something like that. That's what I'm tr- I can't remember any of them. It was a
0: Breaking Bad reference. There was... And then there was a bunch of like Anderson Valley Hoparillo. ones. Hoparillo. Yeah. Hop, uh, Hop Shortage was one. Lupulin River. That was my favorite one.
1: And th- yeah, and then there was some. We'll put, we'll post a bunch online. There was some really good beer there, and great wings.
0: Yeah, and uh, Caesar salad. And Matt Gouda made some good food. Made some good Caesar dressing.
1: Yeah, and uh, and it was fun hanging out. And then the next day, I went to Alcatraz. What did you guys do Friday morning? I had a little uh,
0: little in law with my parents breakfast.
1: Yeah, where did that was you
0: about go? It. No, we ate in. Oh, okay. Had some Tessa's bagels from New York. Oh,
1: nice. Very nice.
0: Yeah, they're a little old, but still good. Yeah, well, I mean, they're going to have um, to be if she took them from there. Yeah. I mean, they were only, like, a day old, actually. Like, a day and well, a half. Well, that's what I'm saying. Um, yeah. yeah. But, um, and then, I it was so funny, right? Like, I took all this time off, and all my friends were in town, and then Sarah and the girls went out to get their nails did, and my brother and my dad left. And I'm just sitting in my apartment, like... All right, shit. I'm just chilling. I got nothing to do. It was kind of great. <laughs> like it was a it was a moment you didn't did, did, expect in the weekend. Yeah, I like didn't I didn't expect it, but I didn't make any plans. I was like, this is wonderful. Yeah. And then you guys came back, and um, then we started drinking beers and went out for the bachelor party.
1: Yeah, which started at uh, at the food trucks.
0: Yeah, off the grid, my employer. Yeah, which Pretty was awesome.
1: an awesome place to go. I mean, I us talk about good food that, that we had. Like, it was... Oh, man. From the beginning, amazing. I'm trying to remember everything we got Ch- there. There was, like, the pork belly stuff, right? Right off the bat. No?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, hula truck. We got their, uh, like, Hawaiian with the pork belly. And you remember the garlic noodles from on the go? That was so good. I love those garlic. I don't think I
1: had those. I think that was at the end, right after we left. Because there was a lot of Mm -hmm. other things that we had on the way. I know we had those new
0: Korean uh, wings. Chicken wings.
1: Yeah. Eunice.
0: Bobcha. What up? Yeah, she's great. Uh, She's great. I actually had food from her truck today for lunch. Delicious, as
1: always. I'm trying to remember what the truck we went to in between those was. I feel like it was fried something, but I can't remember what.
0: (laughs) definitely fried something did we get the crab (laughs) no
1: no it was wherever we went second right after the like Mm. Mm. i
0: don't know i
1: can remember the location of it and what it looked like like the food truck is like kind of of like a a tan a pale tan empanada no we didn't go to that one it was next to that to the left Hmm. it was some sort of asian Uh, place
0: too but i can't remember what it was thai maybe
1: no i made up
0: Don't worry about it. Well, that's all right. Moving on. Um, and then we tried to go to a beer restaurant, and that was hella too crowded. Well, I right? didn't. I, yeah,
1: I didn't get there until you had already been at Zeitgeist. Because, uh, oh. yeah, we went home to Wait, shower. Wait, were you? Remember, I had to go shower. And you were like, why do you have to shower? Um, and I was like, because cause you showered. Remember, we were all going to shower after Alcatraz. And you were like, oh, yeah. Well, I'm going to go. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then went to Zeitgeist, and that was really fun. Um, it gets a little hazy for me at that point, but... Um... All right, so I can talk about Zeitgeist for a little while. What happened to
1: Zeitgeist, as far as I remember. Uh, got a lot of pictures. Yeah, we had a lot of pictures of a good beer. Uh, Tess and Kern started ordering a bunch of sours, which was awesome. They got, like, like Duchess Bo- de Bourgogne Bournet was on tap there. Yeah. And um, they had... Uh... Oh, your dad uh, got banned from Zeitgeist, of
0: course. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one of that's the, the best, greatest that's like, the best
1: part. Yeah. Series of events that could have transpired. Cuz it like
0: made no sense. Yeah. He didn't oh. even do anything wrong. It was
1: just because it was super crowded and there was an angry bartender and uh and uh, obviously an extreme miscommunication. For those who don't know, uh Paul Myers is one of the most gentle, wonderful people <laughs> I could imagine.
0: Yeah, he's a, I mean, my dad is my dad is a gem, as is my mother. But um he certainly is not someone that you would think would get kicked out of a bar, especially he a bar was... like Zeitgeist. <laughs> well, no, actually, that makes the most sense because Zeitgeist is notorious for for kind of salty service ah, okay. and kicking people, banning banning people like really quick. It's like there's like been numerous articles written about how Zeitgeist is known for having mean bartenders and quick banning procedures. Wow, like that's like their whole thing, you know? they they're, they're they're kind of like mean on purpose. I feel like to some extent. Yeah, I get. Kind it. of like Tornado. You ever go to Tornado? No. No. no well, we'll how would I, like I have there. gone there? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's kind of the same way. But I feel like generally I never have an issue. I'm nice to them when they're nice to me. But I had a great time. That's told- what I'm saying.
1: I had a really good time. I drank some really good beer. There was, I kept getting. Uh, what did we get pictures of? Uh, Sculpin and uh, I feel like there yeah. was another one that was that was good, but I can't Racer. remember. Yeah, we definitely got some race there, but there was, anyway. And then your like whole family showed up, like a bunch of your yeah uh, cousins and uh, aunts and uncles, and it yeah, a, it was a nice was epic. And Leo was really, I mean, we can edit out his name, but he was really drunk,
0: <laughs> wasted. Yeah,
1: yeah. Just like saying, keep kept repeating the same things. He's like, "So, so are you going home? Are you coming with me?" And I was like, "No, I'm not coming with you. That's that's like Hunter." And, uh, and he's like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So I gotta talk to them. Yeah, yeah. You gotta talk to them. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So wait, uh, so wait. Are you coming home with me? <laughs> we just like start over. Yeah,
0: you're like, nope, still nope. The answer is <laughs> still no. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. He was having um, a good time. Yeah, and then, and yeah, then we went home. I yeah. feel like eventually. Yeah, your dad. Your dad had a
1: really good time talking to Leo, also. That was also like an amazing moment for me. It was like Paul oh, I don't remember that. Paul and Leo like bonding. And Paul was just oh, like I Paul was like leave him with me. We're doing really well, <laughs> you know.
0: Uh, I got him. I got him. Yeah. Um so then Saturday we had a little picnic. Had some had a taco truck and some yeah, Mexican beers and and also fat tires.
1: Yeah, the, but the uh, the taco truck amazing. Nice little yeah. benefit to everything. Too. Taqueria Angelica. Especially those yeah. uh, those quesadillas. Was it quesadillas? What was it? Am I making that up? Yeah, we had quesadillas. Yeah, yeah. And tacos. Yeah, it's great. And uh, it I got. It was really great. I really liked, I really like tra- ch- chatting with Sophie and her dad. Dad's quite a character. Russell, I have I you met, met
0: Russell? Him. Yeah, you have you, known Russell before, right? Well, I met, met him, him like
1: once after a play, like for five minutes. I hadn't like really chatted with him and got to know him, and he's
0: he's he's pretty awesome. Oh, he's the best, Rusty. We love you. Yeah, yeah especially especially Rusty.
1: later seeing him on the dance floor at the wedding. Oh
0: yeah, I don't remember that specific. Well, there was, was really there was a great down. moment
1: during um, when we were all singing "Havana Gila," right? Where mm-hmm. he and uh, and Sarah's dad were like screaming it in each other's
0: faces louder than everyone else. That's incredible. <laughs> Of course they would. They're they're both characters of a feather.
1: Yeah, that's great. Uh, we, we I mean we got to get to that later,
0: but we'll come back. Oh yeah, yeah man. Oh. Well, I feel like almost that that might be for another episode, dude. <laughs> We're gonna have to end it before the wedding.
1: We'll pause. Yeah,
0: I just feel like yeah. I kind of like no. Um, oh, I had something really important I wanted to fucking say, and I totally forgot.
1: Well, I want to do a Henry and Hip Hop soon. I have a lot to say on that. We got a lot yeah, going on. yeah. This is obviously a mini. Oh, of I know. Some
0: sort. Yeah, I know what I wanted to say though. It was um, something we gotta we gotta do a, a a Bernie Sanders impression in here.
1: Oh yeah, and maybe so, Killer Mike. So quote. you know what?
0: Yeah, and probably we gotta throw a Killer Mike quote in here yeah too. So what I'm thinking is that we attempt to do neither of these things. If that bothers you, we don't care. Our podcast will serve to some extent, at least for ourselves um of the history, the the people's history of Bernie Sanders political or presidential <laughs> campaign. It's currently November third, two thousand no second, pardon me, two thousand fifteen. I do I do Bernie wanna Sanders say I do
1: wanna say as much as I love Bernie Sanders, he is still like a Democratic candidate and if I could I would support probably an independent over that if there was somebody I thought was as responsible. Just wanna put it out there. Ooh. That's the end of what you I'm going you don't like it because he's still a Democrat. Well, yeah, I just, I just hate the idea that we have to elect somebody from like a two party. Because either way, like he's gonna. Have, I agree. There was like some part of it who has to that has to be subservient to some sort of party. Analysis. I agree, but like I it. do
0: also think that out of any recent uh, uh, presidential candidate, he is the least subservient to said party.
1: No, I agree. I mean, he wasn't independent by for far. Well. Yeah, yeah. Well, for a long well, time, maybe like maybe like Ron Paul, but I wouldn't have voted for him so that's not really good that's a good
0: point well he didn't run, he didn't run the, that's a good point yeah yeah he's he's that unbeholden but I mean maybe there's some more dark money in Ron Paul's uh, closet I don't really know <laughs> the same could be said for Bernie Sanders I suppose but I really don't think so yeah um, but that being said my whole point is that well real quick to address your issue I I totally agree with you two party system stinks we need more parties but that being said It makes the most most sense for me to, uh, or currently right now, if you're Bernie Sanders, or even more progressive even, to still run as a Democrat, because there are people who will vote for a very liberal Democrat, partly because they're a Democrat, and they would not vote for the exact same person if they were an independent.
1: Oh, 100%, because that's
0: the way the parties uh, have... have And that's the problem but like for this for his purposes to get elected next year that's the only real way to do it obviously right yeah
1: no i'm i'm not i'm not saying that i'm just saying that that at the end of the day i have to keep in mind that that they are they are still candidates within the system that that they like if if he was as much as i as i think he is subversive to everything if he was like revolutionarily subversive they would not allow him to run probably at all
0: to be. Of course, well, certainly not in the in the party. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny though, dude. You know what the flip side of that is? Do you know who's probably one of the least uh, observant of the party guidelines? I know, Trump. In the in this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Definitely true. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. Very true. And like that being said, he's still. What's so funny is that he's actively like saying "fuck you" to the kingmakers, like Rents Rents pre or whatever but he's also still pandering to the base because he's not an idiot, right? But So he's actually benefiting off all the fear-mongering the Republicans have done over the last several years um, and taking it a step further, you know, with this in- inflammatory rhetoric when it comes to everything, basically. Yeah. But immigration, uh, economic policy, taxes. Yeah. You know, my favorite my favorite quote of his? Have you seen this video online? It's, um, it's called Proof That... Donald Trump is your drunk friend. Yes, I've seen, seen this. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's incredible and it's so spot on. I love it. He's like he's like we're going to we're going to win so much you're going to be tired of winning. You'll be sick of winning and we're just going to keep winning. Like how is that how is that an intelligible thing to say? Like what the fuck well, is you, going on? Did you read that article
1: today about the uh, white supremacist uh, who's quoting Donald Trump as like bringing on like the new Identity politics
0: that we need in like the modern age. No, but that's great. I I mean the fact that uh, I thought white it was I thought it was a, thought thought was a parody all...
1: article when I started reading it, and then I realized this was a real thing.
0: <laughs> that's crazy. Where was it published? Like in white. I hold on. Hold on.
1: I was gonna no. It it was like a. It's an investigative piece on like a. a I think it was a white supremacist like Halloween party.
0: Hmm. And
1: they like talked to this guy about it. Hold what on. do they go? I'm to gonna look into it. Hold man. on, give me a second. Give Ghosts. Ghosts. <laughs> uh. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a combination of things. Hold on. Hold on a second,
0: dude. We don't like these pregnant pauses. Yeah, I know. Can you? Are you good at editing? Can you make it so it's like. A uh, boo uh, boo. A boo boo. Oh, oh, yeah, you're, talking. Yeah, you're yeah. talking. Sorry, it's the it was
1: really? the da- it was the Daily Beast and Huffington Post that ran the articles first, but Daily Beast was like the one who like ran it specifically about inter- where they interviewed the guy who like ran the organization and was talking about uh, how much he enjoyed Trump's candidacy.
0: Oh yeah, totally.
1: We, we well, it, it starts pretty out pretty with the question: Are are Jews white? <laughs> ah. The answer is no, that they say, right? I would say Jews are Jews was basically the thing that he came to. Huh. He he started on <sighs> down a like a road of talking about Jewish paranoia, and then he like backed out of that phrase. And it's great. It's like it's pretty amazing how this all goes. Well, uh, yeah,
0: dude. But this no, is what he said about super afraid of uh, Jewish people.
1: It, it, part of the reason why, in Spencer's words, his views are metastasizing is Donald Trump. Whom Spencer described as an icebreaker for the white nationalists or, to use his preferred label, identitarian cause. I
0: think, I think Donald Trump
1: does have something to do with it, said Spencer, who claims he doesn't vote. To be honest, I'm rather skeptical that he's going to do it by the power of his negotiation ability, you know, make America great again. However, what I think he's done is that he's delegitimized, and I think he's, to a degree, he's humiliated mainstream conservatives, the elite of blah, 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 blah. He just keeps going on. See, So, like, he's like, the... the It's interesting that we're talking about this, but at the same time, he's a lot of what he's saying is being scooped up by extremists, and they're like, This is my guy, you know?
0: Yep. It reminds me a lot of that 30 Rock episode when Liz Lemon offends idiots and they all protest outside of uh, 30 Rock. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so basically, my point is just it's like. These guys are basically flagging their flag of flying their flag of ignorance loud and clear, like they are embracing. And and Donald Trump, and I think he knows better. Um, well, he, that's he the thing is he dumb. he
1: used to be one of the kingmakers. Like we talk about, like how he's insulting these people. He is one of those people. You know, like he's just mm-hmm. taking time off from yeah. being one of those people. To pretend to run for president, I can't even tell. Like it's like, yeah, he's like, I
0: feel ninety totally. percent
1: committed. Like he'd take it if he got it, but like, it's not that serious for him. It's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, it's no big deal. I, you know, I make a lot more not being president. Fucking four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> yes. What's that? It's nothing. You know, I make that of them. Well, I sleep at night. I can't believe yeah. he
1: said that thing about having a million dollars recently. I really thought once again that. The, what did that he was say? Like a, I didn't hear that. He said like uh, he said he, he he's like he was describing like his life. He was like, yeah, I didn't have like that crazy upbringing. Like I, you know, I was in I was in Brooklyn, like trying to make work. I got like a small million dollar loan from my dad, and you know, so I feel like <laughs> you know I haven't had it that easy. And he literally said it that way, and I was like, what? How do you think that's going to be construed? That is a soundbite. How would you ever think that would be the way to phrase that? Just well,
0: say- well, you know what's funny? I haven't even heard of it. So, like, you know, and I'm sure his supporters have some justification. I guess. I guess. There's always something to tell yourself to continue to believe what you want to believe. I feel like. Yeah, but once Trump's, you're stuck Trump's in falling. Path-
1: Nobody thinks he's the real candidate now gonna be rubio really going back to it it's gonna be rubio yeah i mean carson's now ahead of him in a lot of polls rubio's rising bush is falling and trump is falling
0: yeah i called i called bush a long time ago but you really think it's it's rubio huh he's looking a lot better right now yeah i think
1: rubio's putting the rubio's biggest problem is immigration within his own party if if they can get past the fact that he's pro-immigration they're gonna be great
0: well what's i mean what what kind of uh vibes on that is they need to get they need to Come to terms with pro-immigration policies to survive as a political party in this country. So, uh, um, if they if they can't get behind yeah. that, then they are officially dead. And I feel like yeah, well then they're going to lose like, the
1: election no matter what,
0: no matter who. Right, the exactly. Is. I think their only hope is appealing to Latinos, right? Because even yeah. Bush was able to do that somehow. Well, yeah, exactly. That's extent. what I'm saying. That's that's a big
1: reason why Bush won is that he's he was able to turn some Democrats on immigration issue and. I think Rubio, like non I, I think Rubio yeah. could do the same, especially if it's Rubio Clinton. like and I think if they're if they're being smart about it, that's who they pick. But they can be dumb about it. They may end up picking somebody like Carson or Bush. Who knows? There's no
0: way they're gonna pick Ben Carson.
1: Yeah, he's pretty dumb too. But who who else could they pick?
0: It's is, is I don't They're gonna pick a, a Bush, dude. I, I still think all this talk of Bush's candidate being dead in the water is way premature. But
1: people are like pulling money now, like like some of his investors are pulling and backing Rubio and stuff, and that that doesn't appear like a good sign. Like nobody's done that to Clinton yet, even with Sanders insurgency, you know. No,
0: no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Well, I'm reading super conflicting reports about about the Clinton Sanders, like, numbers and stuff, too.
1: Did you hear that yeah. she's going to come out with this negative... She really is pushing this negative issue on uh, on him being, like, an anti-feminist with, like, this whole shouting thing? She's, like, starting to
0: push it. it what action? shouting thing? The article?
1: No, you know, at the debate, like, a while back, he was, like, saying, like, yeah, you can't shout about gun control. And he said it, like, right after she was saying yeah, anti-gun control. And then, like, she took it... She's taken... Her campaign, like, tried to print it as a personal affront... And people reacted negatively, but apparently she's trying to take that further as like a thing that like he's like anti his gun control stance is also an anti feminist stance or something like that, which well, is I'm the most absurd like, like like this is this is what I mean is that like this kind of like vernacular is absurd in in a political debate and and like if Clinton's stooping to this already, it just feels like she's not prepared for a presidential role. well you
0: know, you know what I was going to say is that I am way too nerdy about politics. Well, probably not too nerdy, but, and it it still took me like a minute to understand what the fuck you were talking about. And you, you explained it clearly. It was not your explanation. It was just like, (laughs) I was like, wait, she's taking that and twisting it into that. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, I, I I
1: think it was ridiculous too. And, uh,
0: I, I guess um, I should rewatch the quote maybe or the the, uh, the, the you know. You watch should just the just read clip. some of
1: the some of the bullshit analysis that's online. It's just an attempt All to right. like it's it's basically like a small smear campaign that we don't know if like Clinton's funding or if one of her backers is funding or like how this is going down. But it seems like it, so they're getting
0: scared though is what that means basically.
1: Yeah, well I think so. I think that uh, I think it's definitely a possibility. I think like I still think Bernie Sanders' biggest problem is he's an old white man in in a liberal party, and it it's not a good. If he's if I, I disagree. You think if it's Sanders versus Rubio that Sanders would win?
0: Well, no. You said within the party. I yeah, feel yeah, like, yeah no, I feel like
1: I, I feel like the the Democratic Party is only obsessed with winning. They don't give a shit about like their actual belief system at this point. Like I care, obviously, but. But I don't think most people care. I think most people aren't just... Well, in like, no,
0: because the, the hard reality though, dude, is that if you're if you're going to vote and it's Hillary versus anyone in the Republican candidacy like running right now, you're going to vote for Hillary probably, right? Like, I am probably, so... I'll, I, I don't know. So I, I keep
1: saying, it. I'm probably going to vote, like, third party, depending on if there's a good, a legitimate third party candidate. If it's just, like, Joe yeah. Stein and those people, like, probably not. I voted Jill Stein too many times. It's, like, not really worth it. Well, here's the
0: here's the issue for me, though. I totally agree with you, but I get scared, and this is why where the two-party system really fails, but I get really scared of the uh, prospect of whatever Republican candidate, Rubio or Bush or whoever, winning... Enough so that, like, you know, I came with political awareness in the Bush years. Like, that scared me so much that I would still rather vote yeah, for but the it's worst such, Democrat. but see,
1: I feel like even that is, like, that's a lie so that the two-party system tells us. Because, like, even the analysis of that election shows, like, Nader certainly was a big proponent of that. But, it, you know, Gore lost because people, like like I said, like a lot of Democrats ended voting for Bush. And, like, that's, that's more de- registered Democrats voted for Bush in Florida than voted for Nader. And that should be a sign that, like, we... That is that actually true? That is 100% true. And and wow. because and because of that, like, you, you can kind of say, like, Nader was at fault, maybe, for running such a strong campaign in that year. But I feel like we shouldn't be blaming him. We should be blaming, like, Gore for running such a shitty campaign in the wake of no, somebody being No, I don't there.
0: blame either of them. I don't blame either of them. I blame the fucking Supreme Court for being conservatives. Well, of course, of, of course. Well,
1: no, because he actually did win the election and blah, 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 blah. Right. I'm not, I'm not talking about that, but I'm saying, like... Like, if Gore had run a better campaign, Nader wouldn't have been an issue to begin with. So, like, the, the and, issue with... And
0: perhaps the voting fraud wouldn't, or whatever, the ch- yeah, hanging child wouldn't have been as so much of an it's issue It's the same either.
1: people that complain about Sanders being, like, a candidate against Clinton and taking away from Clinton's chances of winning in a national by pointing out all her flaws. And that's obviously what we should be talking about, though.
0: Well, that's ridiculous. Like, why... <laughs> Because by you mean like if she ran unopposed, then no one would raise up anything until a general election, and it'd be better that way.
1: Yeah, like it like weakens our resolve as a party to talk about the fact that there's division within our belief system.
0: Well, you know what I think weakens our, you no know, quote unquote our party, and you're right. I don't think I'm registered to anything, but um, is maybe mainly for me, it's uh, people running unopposed. Yeah, I can. Completely... What's healthy democratically is a robust primary. That's what you need. Flush out the issues.
1: Well, the Republicans are certainly having a robust primary, regardless of what happens. Yeah, yeah. There.
0: Well, that that also presumes that then uh, it's all publicly financed. Oh, because... and
1: and uh, they're yeah, they're bullshit. trying to protest uh, the my my favorite development of the Republican Party is that they're trying to uh, find a way around mass media debates so that they can control mm-hmm. the debate filter. Which I think is like yeah. the ultimate like political matrix move, where like we're gonna be like entirely insulated from now on, not even they will never. Yeah, like it was just the not moderators before, News. but not even them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not even what Fox they News. they chose them. No, I was saying like I was saying like the moderators were the only people before who might not be biased in the room. Like even the audience is obviously mostly people who attend to see the candidates that they believe in, right? Yeah. because it's public, mm-hmm. and then the candidates themselves are obviously biased for their own party. So the only unbiased person in the room could possibly be the moderator who speaks for some media organization who's really just biased for that media organization. But at least they're not biased with the people in the room, necessarily. However, right. now, now the Republicans are trying to take that out of the equation, so it'll just be like somebody being like, you're great, and it'll be like Tim and Eric Great Show, but as a Republican <laughs> debate, I imagine. Like... You know what we really like? You did, Ben Carson. We love this thing. We didn't like this so much, but it's okay. You're still better than blah blah
0: blah. You know what I mean? Like this stupid whole... Democrats.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be so
0: dumb. Um, what I was gonna say about it, I thought it was funny, is that how the Democrat or the Republican candidates were trying to band together to basically petition, sign this thing that says they weren't gonna, you know, work with the media unless. Uh, they d- did different things, basically, right? And they wanted to present a united well, front, and fucking yeah, Donald yeah, Trump's well, campaign's like, no, I'm just going neg- to negotiate with them. <laughs> but
1: like, it's like, true, like Trump, uh, no matter. Fuck what you, happens, and they're like, oh with man, without Trump, we're Trump nothing. Will still be around like as an advisor Damn for it. the Republican Party for a while. I feel like he's he's not going anywhere as a as a. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I mean, oh, no, like, he's definitely going to get a Fox, Fox like, News contract. He's a, he's a, a, uh, he's, a he, he's not, he's not going to go. Mark anymore. my words, <laughs> At least ten years as a, a political figurehead. Double, double daddy.
0: Dude, Leo just popped in and he brought a double daddy from um, Speakeasy.
1: Alright, can we end with a Leo quote just like we did with that little podcast thing and then we'll cut to Leo at the Yeah, alright. What do you want
0: him to what do you want him to speak on? I don't know. Leo, Leo, what do you gotta say? He can't hear you. Leo, what do you gotta say?
1: What's happening, juice
0: box? Uh nothing,
1: nothing much, much man. man. I just yeah. wanted to know if you had anything I to like share don't with drink the audience big daddy, the big daddy, but when I do, I double down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the double down. The <laughs> That's famous. it. That's it. That's great. <laughs> alright, guys. <clears throat> See you later. Henry and Hops.
1: Out. Peace. <laughs> Henry and Ops. Henry and Ops. Henry and Ops. Henry and Ops.
0: Henry and Ops. Henry and Ops. <laughs> it's not safe, dog. Buy a better beer. Don't try to be a better human being. Okay. Hey, watch the wolf suit.